Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox of Doctors Nutrition. We continue our journey to better health through proper nutrition, supplementation, and knowledge. And now, here are Drs. Fox and Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Thank you for joining us here on Live Healthy, Be Healthy for National Heart Health Month. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And in this show, we're going to be talking about, as we call it, matters of the heart. Things that you probably don't do or wouldn't have done uh, to verify, do you have a healthy heart? Right. I mean, everybody seems to just look at cholesterol. And well, cholesterol... Medically, that's all Medically, they do. that's what they look at. And you don't really... That really don't tell you about your heart health. Um, you know, we always tell people, and a lot of people don't think of it this way, is your heart is a muscle. True. And it is the most demanding muscle in the body. True. And so you have to look, is the muscle getting the nutrients needed? And is a lot of your factors and actually things that you don't do properly, like eat... Mm -hmm. lack of exercise Mm -hmm. is it affecting your heart and if you just check a cholesterol you can't tell if it's affecting your heart no and you know we we get so many people in um that have been to their doc and they say well you know they 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 did they they checked my heart out what did they do well they did a cholesterol right like you said cholesterol and blood pressure now blood pressure is something that no no doubt blood pressure does tell you you know if your heart if you know how much pressure is in it when it's contracting and relaxing right and that's kind of what you're looking at with a blood pressure right and but there's a lot of things that affect a blood pressure you know and but something that uh we see that you know going back to the beginning a lot of people think well you know i'm 30 40 even maybe 50 years old 25 to 50 somewhere in that range you know i'm healthy i i don't have to worry about my heart that's when you really want to start looking at heart health way before you actually need it right don't wait until there's a problem once there's a problem it's a lot harder to reverse a problem than it is to prevent one that you see coming exactly and we're seeing younger and younger people you know with these uh problems if you will that that are going to lead to heart disease like the sugar handling problem right we've had whole shows on insulin resistance Mm -hmm. and metabolic syndrome has no question been shown to be a factor in heart disease no doubt and so we're seeing that now in the kids and teenagers and so and even younger right and so when you start looking those people if you're 10 years old 20 years from there you're probably going to have heart disease if you don't do anything different and you're gonna be 30 years old exactly so you don't want to wait until the time that it happens and you keep hearing and we we have a lot of nurses that come in and they all say 30s and 40s is where they're seeing a lot of the heart attacks you know the ones that they can't believe are these young people and Mm -hmm. so it's never too early to start looking at the heart and we tell people you know we do we do have a panel it's called Mm -hmm. the expanded cardiac panel Mm -hmm. and we even have something called an nmr and it looks at it doesn't just look at cholesterol it looks at particles because Mm -hmm. you can actually have high cholesterol and it not cause a problem if your particles aren't high and they're of the right size that's correct so it's more looking a little deeper. Now, unfortunately, the way our medical system is set up, insurance isn't going to pay to look deeper when there's no problem. No, They only look when, deeper when, when there's a problem. Right. When you're 25 years old they're going, and you start to want, to wanting to go into your doc and get checked out for your cardiac health, they look at you like, you're, you're. what's wrong with you? You're nuts. Right. But it's worth you spending your money mm-hmm. to actually 
do some prevention ahead of time. Don't wait until something happens. And that's kind of what we stress constantly to people is prevention. So people always come in and say, you know, which panel do you suggest? I always say the most that you can afford. Um, see what's come, see what's going on. I mean, we have, there is a value called homocysteine. Mm -hmm. Homocysteine is way worse than cholesterol at causing plaque in the arteries. And it even causes dementia and plaque in the brain as well. Well, that I have seen a 12 year old that we just did Mm -hmm. really high homocysteine because it actually is more of a genetic factor. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, sometimes it shows up at very young ages. Now, sometimes the older you get, the higher it goes. So, but if you're a kid and already have that high of a homocysteine, Start treating it when you're a kid. Don't wait until you're an adult, yeah. and then it won't cause the problems. Like we say, you know, if you start making the changes in your teens and 20s and 30s and so on, you can prevent the problems in your 50s and 60s and 70s even. Right. So homocysteine is one of the things that we always mm-hmm. do. Now, another test is just something called a C-reactive protein, an HSC reactive protein, which means it's very specific to cardiac. Right. And it looks for inflammation in the arteries. Right. Now, and that's very important. Exactly. If you have an inflammatory response going on in the arteries, mm-hmm. you have to say what's going on. They know that the plaque process tends to increase inflammation. Mm-hmm. So you got to start saying, well, why is it elevated? Well, we know that the process of putting plaque down in the arteries is because there's damage in the arteries. And the more inflammation you've got to that artery, to what we call the intima or the, the internal wall of the artery, the more that damage you've got, the higher the C-reactive protein, and the higher the C-reactive protein, the higher your chances of developing heart disease. Right. So it's just something else to look at. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that, those are all in our cardiac panel. The NMR, which looks at particles, not just cholesterol, right. tells you the size of the particles, tells you your insulin-resistant factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it actually gives you a score on insulin resistance. Exactly. Looking at your lipids, how insulin resistant do you look like you are? And it may show up before the other factors in the blood work show up. It typically will. And insulin resistance, they know, leads to heart disease. Exactly. So it does that. It does your homocysteine. It does your C-reactive protein. Now, yeah. another thing that we've been doing lately is something called an omega check. Right. You know, Janine, we see people all the time and, you know, we ask them, you know, are you taking omega-3s? Oh, yeah. And they're buying, uh, you know, the, their omega threes at uh, big box stores. Typically, they're they're not very strong. And and they ask them, you know, okay, how many of those you take? Oh, I just take one a day. All right. The problem that we know, and this is scientific fact, you can you know Google it. You can look at uh, the research on PubMed. You know, the American, especially the American public, is so upside down in omega threes and omega sixes. It's not even fl- uh, right. funny. And omega threes are anti-inflammatory. The, pro, the pro-inflammatory things that increase inflammation are the omega-6s. And typically, most of the diet in, in America is, is, so real a, in is, is real high in omega-6s. It's something like 20 to 30 to 1 right. to omega three. And a lot of people, another thing that we hear a lot of is, well, I take flax oil. And right. so I take my omega-3s. Well, mm-hmm. there's a huge percentage of the population that cannot take flax oil and convert it into well, EPA and DHA. Actually, there's the, the, any human has trouble converting it. Now... You know, some can convert a little more than others, but none of us can convert huge amounts of the omega-3 in the uh, flax oil to the EPA and DHA, which are the two specific omega-3s that we need, because we just lack something called the delta-6 desaturase. And, you know, we have some, but we don't have a lot. It takes your ruminants, you know, your cows and goats and right. sheep and so on. It takes those animals to be able to convert that. And that's why the, you know, the sources of the animal fats, if you will, is where we get these very good omega-3s like the fish and so on. Right. And I even had a young girl the other day that her total omega-3s on the omega check 
were completely normal. Mm-hmm. Good. Shows she had enough omega-3s in the body. Right. But she was flagged low on both the EPA and DHA. Because she can't convert it. Exactly. So that's what the omega check does, is it mm-hmm. actually tells you, are you getting the right essential fatty acid balance in your body? And it'll even tell you your three to six ratios. It'll tell you the EPA, DHA. It'll tell you your other factors mm-hmm. as well. You know, and, you know, one of the things that, that we've seen, you know, time and time again, <clears throat> some of the big cardiologists, you know, <clears throat> the guys that wrote the books and so on, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. if you, the interviewer would pin them mm-hmm. down and say, okay, what is the one most important thing that you can possibly do for your mm-hmm. heart health? And they will all say, you know, take your omega-3s. And they're specifically talking about the EPA, which is the eicosapentaenoic acid, and the DHA, or the docosafexanoic acid. And if we can't convert these, uh, the regular omega-3s, the alpha-linolenic acid, if we can't convert that from flax into the EPA and DHA, I don't care how much of it you take, you still aren't really protecting your heart. Right. That's, that's where that you... omega check is so important. Right. And the omega check is just a really good test to tell where you are. Exactly. It's a good thing to do, and you'll know, okay, am I doing what I need to do, or do I need to change what I'm doing or taking, or do I need to alter my diet accordingly? Exactly. You know, and when you look back at, and you know, Janine talked about at first, you know, we talked about doing that expanded cardiac panel. Uh, it, we we actually like to do that and then add the omega check to it because it's, it is a little bit more of an in-depth test, but it's well worth the money you're going to spend on it. And to find a, find out, you know, first off, you know, do you have the inflammatory markers? Do you have the high homocysteine? What's going on? And that'll show up in the in the basic expanded panel with the cardiac add-on. Right. And you can do the Omega check. Now, we've got it down to where it's way less expensive than what you'll probably see on the Internet. I was it's like say, $95 uh, to mm-hmm. actually do the Omega check. Um, so that's actually a not that expensive way to tell where you are in the essential fatty acids. Exactly. And that's something that your insurance is not going to pay for because they're not going to pay for that is considered Mm -hmm. wellness. And so I always say, if you really want to be healthy and you really want to be well, Mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit of investment on your part. Well, oh, 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 you brought up a good word. Invest. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, we invest, we buy stocks. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's not too good of an investment, but you buy stocks. Okay. Um, And, and you, you say, well, that's, that's why I'm investing for the future. Okay, cool. Well, let's invest in our health. Let's spend, even if we spend three or $400 on testing and so on and so forth, all these expanded tests that we do and might, you know, we could, you know, get out there, you spend that money, you're investing because now you have knowledge. Right. And mm. if you do wait until you get sick, it costs a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. You talk to anybody that's had a major event and even with their insurance covering that problem, they end up spending thousands. thousands. So you're better off spending a little bit up front and knowing where you are. Right. You know, if you can take the time when you're, say, 20 years old or 25 years old or even 15 years old, for that matter, folks, parents, I pay attention. Every kid that we've done lately just about has been some sort of problem. But if you do this testing and find out where you are at that younger of an age and you say, OK, I'm, I have the potential to develop a bad problem. You can do something about it. You can correct it. Right. Because heart disease is one of your leading causes of death. Of yeah. course, you know, that is probably one of the leading causes of death in yeah. the United States. Certainly and is. as you age, the risk increases, but it doesn't mean there's no risk when you're young. Or it doesn't mean that the problem doesn't start when you're young. Most oh, of the starts. research is showing it starts in your teenage years. Yeah. And they're finding that a lot of the damage that's done is done very young. And then it just, of course, the older you get, the more it compounds and the more that then you start seeing the problems. Yeah, actually, some of the research that they've done in cadavers, you know, dead folks, if you will, um, they find teens even 
that they've done the, the uh, cardiovascular, looking for the cardiovascular problems in the cadavers, in other words, people that were killed in accidents and things like that, did not die from heart disease, but were, you know, obviously uh, they had the underlying starting of those heart disease markers, like the calcification in certain arteries, right. things like that, even in their teen years. Okay, let's talk about calcification for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, because, you know, for years, everybody has done, you know, for, for bone health, Let's take calcium, calcium, calcium. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the research is pointing to if you overdo calcium without the factors needed to utilize calcium. Right. Then you can actually increase plaque in the heart. Yeah, you're going to create a problem instead of fixing one. Exactly. So we don't recommend just taking tons of calcium. Now, if you're going to take calcium, even if it's for bone density, you need to make sure you get the other factors with it, which are the magnesium, the vitamin D, and you want to check levels to see how much you need. And the biggest factor is k2 yeah you know we have a product that we put together and a lot of people you know find it on the internet or or find out about it because it is it it put together specifically for bone density and keeping calcification in, in other organs down and that's the combination of vitamin a vitamin d and k2 and the reason for all three of those nutrients like you said they like those cofactors you have to have a you know, d just simply helps us absorb calcium that's it once the calcium's absorbed, now it's up to the A to start something called the osteocalcin, and then the K2 has to actually modify it or do, or do something what we call decarboxylation and makes it active. And when once it becomes active, it'll take calcium to the bone, and it'll keep calcium from laying down in places like arteries. Right, and K2 is very deficient in the American diet Extremely. when they start looking. It's very deficient in the American diet because it comes from a lot of fermented foods, which, of course, people don't do anymore. Well, and, and not only that, grass-fed butter. Right. You know, for instance, you know, back uh, when, you know, 100 years ago, if you will, and that's not that far back, but even 50 years ago, you know, a lot of the butter that we got was grass-fed. The animal, The cows had grass to eat. They fermented it in their intestines, made the K2, and then if we ate that butter, we got some K2. Same thing with your chickens running around on the backyard. So the thing is, if you eat butter, make sure it is from grass-fed organic cows. But, you know, you start getting and you're seeing that things are starting to lack in the American diet because of the way the food is processed. And we we talk, you know, about that all the time. And I'm not going to take this show to go into detail again because, you know, we if you listen to any of our shows, you know that we talk about how people are eating too many of the grain, too much sugar. They're, you know, all the chemicals that Uh are in the in the meat yeah that's that's yeah that's another show that's another show exactly but now we'll tell you a little statistic that kind of gives you an idea if this is the first time you've listened to us for instance everybody says well i had my spinach salad okay research tells us that if we eat a spinach salad we're going to have to have five times the amount of spinach that we would have gotten the nutrients out of 50 years ago so just food for thought right so we are nutrient depleted and then speaking of nutrient depletions um, and we're talking about heart health here because we want to kind of stick to the subject. But yes. one of the big problems that you're seeing with heart health is a lot of the medications that are depleting essential nutrients for muscles. No doubt about it. Like CoQ10, for instance. Yeah, CoQ10 is one of the big ones because when you start looking, you have to have the CoQ10 for the mitochondrial function of the heart. Exactly. And, well, of any muscle. But of course, we mentioned to begin with. The heart, you know, it's a muscle. The heart is muscle. It's just a big muscle. And you have many medications. Um, you have your beta blockers, which mm-hmm. are, of course, your high blood, blood pressure medicines. Mm-hmm. You have statin drugs, which is for your cholesterol, and even the antidepressants. Yes. And even some of the um, diabetic medications. Yes. All deplete CoQ10. 
So you start depleting CoQ10 little by little by little. One of the fastest growing problems in America when you start looking at statistics is congestive heart failure. Right. The poor heart just can't pump hard enough. Right. And it's because the cells don't have the energy to do the work. Yeah, that mitochondria, a lot of people you know, call it the powerhouse of the cell. And if the powerhouse of the cell can't work due to lack of uh, CoQ10... We're in trouble. Right. So CoQ10 is essential, especially if you take these medications, to put back in you. And so we tell people, if you're going to take a medication, you've got to look at what it depletes. And you have to replace it. Exactly. Because CoQ10 is not a lot of food. Your body produces it. But these drugs stop the production. Exactly. And it's so essential that that's why your body does produce it. And a lot of these drugs also deplete you of K2. So even if you had that grass-fed butter, even if you had uh, a, a an egg from a chicken that, that got to peck out in the grass and so on. You know, if you're taking some of these drugs, you're depleting the CoQ10, you're depleting the K2. Right. And really for congestive heart failure, we'll let you just know how you can check for that because we're talking also about testing. And mm-hmm. is an echocardiogram. An echocardiogram will actually show the functioning of the heart. And it's not a routine test. It's usually done if there's a problem. But I know even in our area, there is a screening. There's a, a place that does screenings where it's at lower cost mm-hmm. instead of being... $2,500 for a test. It's about 200 for a test, but it is read by a local cardiologist. Right. So in that case, you can go see what the function of the heart is, and it's a good idea. Uh, it's highly recommended. I mean, usually when I'm talking to people, even if I'm talking to you and you're out of town, you're not in our local area, I typically I'm going to say, you know, find out if there's a local screening area, somebody in your area that does these local screenings for the cardiovascular health, like right. the ultrasounds and also like the, like I said, uh, the echo, echo also looks at the valves to make sure there's no uh, valve problems. Exactly. And so that's another good test for the heart. Now, exactly. a blood test that can kind of give you an ID is something called a B natriuretic peptide. Right. And that does look at the possibility of having congestive heart failure. But then again, you still want to echo if that test is abnormal. Right. So we do say that that is offered and we do that test. But we do recommend the echoes if you have somebody in your area doing them as a screening. Exactly. And, you know, you can usually find something just about anywhere in the United States nowadays. Uh, there are the mobile uh, chains that go around and, and provide those testing uh, things about usually what, about twice a year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, if you're in a little bitty, bitty town, probably not. Yeah, um, but we're not even in a big city. Um, you know, we're in a town of, you know, the coast is probably 250,000, which right. is, you know, not not huge but not tiny um but if you go into some of the real rural areas you're not going to find it because it's not going to be enough people using the service no but you can go to a a local big city close to you typically you can find it but one of the things like i said that we stress is know your risks exactly and know what know what you need to work on and there's things that you can do even naturally to work on those before they become a problem Now, like I said, we talked about the CoQ10 for cellular energy, something else that we just use a lot of times. Other nutrients that are real important, carnitine is another one that's real important for the cellular health of the mitochondria. And it is depleted by a lot of seizure medications. Right. It's, you know, there's a lot of different, you got to look at the medication because so many things are depleted. But carnitine is another one that is actually very easy to take in supplement form. Right. And if you need it, then nothing else is going to help. Now, That's true. You, if you look, we ha- do have a product called Ribofuel. Exactly. And yes, it's put together for people that work out for muscles because, of course, you're heart is a muscle so anything that's good for the muscles for working out is actually going to be good for the heart and this is actually a combination of your coq10 carnitine ribose you know things that dmg which is actually just increases oxygen carrying capability mm-hmm. and it is just a really good in powder and you mix it up and you drink it so it, it's called ribofuel but it's healthy for anybody to do and it's really 
at any age. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. And, you know, like I say, if you're exercising at all, you know, it's a good idea to do it. If you're exercising and you're taking some medications, then it's a great idea to do it. Right. Okay. And like I said, we have everything individually, but that's one reason we do the testing. Because when you do the testing, then you can come back and see what you need most. What you need the most, right. And so it's real important to know where you are. And so, you know, on, on all this, you know, the National Heart Month, you always right. just hear exercise and eat right. Well, that's good, too, because, I mean, but reality is most people don't do enough in that area. Well, they may exercise, but actually they may not eat right. Right. And that's one of the biggest things that, we, you know, because they tell you exercise. Well, okay, exercise is fairly fairly easy to do. I mean, you can look around and you go to the gyms. And they'll, they'll show you how to exercise and what to do, the cardio stuff and so on and so forth. Now, when you ask about eating right, you know, and I hear this every day almost when in the office, you know, the, I say, well, what did they tell you about your diet? Well, they told me to, to change my diet. How did how? they tell you to change it? Or they told me to eat right. What do you do when you eat right? How do you eat wrong? They don't know. And so that, you know, that's where we come in because we'll spend the time with these people. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know, call us. We'll spend the time with you once we've determined what's going on in your life. We can tell you what it takes to eat right. Right. And Because we're seeing all this insulin resistance even at a very young age very and young a very age. high percentage of the population. Exactly. So, you know, they can all day advertise, eat right and exercise, eat right yeah. and exercise for your heart. And that's all good and you want to do that, but you have to know the risk factors and you have to know, are you doing enough? Exactly. You know, is what you're doing a you know, enough. And even like that value called homocysteine, that really has nothing to do with your diet or your exercise. Actually, it exercise does, actually will makes it worse. It, right, yeah, yeah, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So, but it is more of a genetic factor, but it's a genetic factor that can be controlled. Yeah, that's that's something, you know, we get into and we understand, and we may have to do a whole show on this one. Oh, yeah. Understanding the difference between genetics and epigenetics. Genetics is what you're born with, that's your what we call the genotype. Uh, your epigenetics is things you do, like taking these supplements because you have a genetic problem. Right. Take you, you can take certain supplements that is an epigenetic factor that will help you alter your gene yeah. expression. We have something called methylcore, and it exactly. works wonders for homocysteine. I mean, right. it'll it'll really lower it. But you have to know that you have a problem to know that you need to take it. So exactly. what we wanted to get across today for National Heart Month is know your risk factors. Exactly. Do the testing, know where you are, and don't just guess. No, I mean, I think guessing is probably the worst thing you can do and, and, and or, you know, saying that, well, hey, I'm 25 or 30 yeah. years old. I'm fine. I'm unhealthy. Look at this. I'm not overweight, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if you're not careful, you're next. And know that the, yeah. he- the healthy you that you get done every year with your insurance tells you little to nothing about it is, it is really, truly where you are health-wise. That's very true. And so we have more people that come in, and they've done the basic, basic lab work at the doctor's office. And then we do our bigger panels, and it shows all kind of problems, but the problems show up on the extra test, not on your basics. Right. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I keep telling my doctor I don't feel good, and they keep saying everything is fine. I need to take an antidepressant. And when you find the underlying problems – then you can figure out what to do with it. Exactly. So the gist of it is simple. Let's do the testing. Let's find out where you are, what we need to fix, and what we need to work on. Then we can do it, and we can actually prevent some of this heart disease down the road. Yep. And so you can call us at any time. Yep. It's one 800 And if we're with somebody, leave a message, and we will call you back. Yep, I promise you there's three docs in there, then somebody will call you back. Right. And not, not we, only that, you can check us out on uh, uh, Facebook, like us, yeah, share us, like all us that and good share stuff. us on Facebook. Uh, yeah, and we, we put some information on Facebook here and there just so you can get some information and some mm-hmm. of the research coming out. 
And like I said, just give us a call. Go to our website, doctorsnutrition.com, and just give us a call if you have any questions. Exactly. So for now, hopefully you got a little bit out of this so you can actually live healthy and be healthy. We'll see you next time. So long, and thanks for listening to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox, a presentation of Doctors Nutrition. Please call our toll-free customer service number, 1-800-824-0194, for more information or with any questions you may have. Find out more online. Log on to DrsNutrition.com. Find the archive of shows and articles at DrsNutritionMedia.com.